What's up, everybody? It's Dan Binder Boneyard coming at you from the office desk of despair. Um, things are trucking right along. It's about five o'clock on Sunday night. It is fucking dark and cold and wet. Um, yeah, definitely not a typical Central Oregon winter. Uh, haven't seen any snow yet this year, and uh, that's not normal. Um, <laughs> so we're in the El Nino or whatever the hell they call the some Mexican cycle, and I don't mean that to be uh, racist. <laughs> it's just it's either El Nino or La Nina, so um, whatever. <laughs> I'm starting off strong. So um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, hopefully you are enjoying your Monday. Um, I know you guys on your five-day work weeks and your Monday through Friday schedules, you know, uh, sometimes I envy that. Um, I remember those days and, you know, when I'm getting yelled at by somebody for not getting their job done fast enough or something like that, it makes me remember those nine to five days and how nice it was sometimes. But anyway, um, things are going good. Appreciate you guys uh, following along. I really, really do I see the likes, I see the shares, so thank you. Um, if you head on over to our YouTube channel, uh, Binder Boneyard on YouTube, you will see a fresh 10-minute video that the Cruising with Kendra team put together for us, which is pretty much a um, recap of the time they spent with us here. So the you know picking them up at the airport. Then the shop, loading up, getting ready for the, the fall, Sierra Fall Rally at IH Parts. Um, some more, you know, business type stuff, like what we do and all that. And then, um, then you know, then the trip to California. So it uh, it's really packed with a lot of stuff. Um, I look pretty silly in it uh, <laughs> several times. Uh, but that's what happens. I'm a fucking silly guy. So, um, yeah. I, I feel like it's a pretty accurate representation of some of the shit that goes on here. Uh, of course, ten minutes, you know, they were here for three days, two and a half days, uh, and they condensed it down into ten minutes. So it's not 100% accurate, but uh, it's pretty good. Um, and Jamie... Uh, bless her heart. She did not want to be on camera, but she did it anyways, and she did a great job. So if anybody follows Jamie, um, she is pretty private on her Instagram, and then she'll like let a bunch of people in and then private it down again. But um, I'm going to make you look for her. So, uh, yeah, she, she did a good job. Tom refused. Tom would not uh, be in the video. Which, uh, I, you know, I can see why, but at the same time, you know, it's only a video, Tom. But whatever. Um, you can follow him on Instagram, Binder Backbone, because that's what I call him around here. He is the backbone of the business. Um, without him, a lot of shit wouldn't get done, uh, or it would take a lot longer to get done, because Tom is a workhorse. So, 
anyway, um, go to YouTube, check out the 10 minute edit. If you haven't uh, visited our YouTube channel uh, before, tons of videos, tons of things on how to identify stuff, how to do certain things. Um, I'm actively looking for a YouTube uh, producer um, because uh, we need more content. We got to get more stuff out there, more videos, more, uh, you know, just get get things out there. The the neat thing about doing this sort of thing is is just providing content for people for free. You know, it might not be at their demand. You know, sometimes people will call me or send me a direct message and be like, "Hey, tell me how to pack wheel bearings," and I'll go, "Hey, there's lots of videos on YouTube about packing wheel bearings." Um, because I hate that when people demand information from me, you know, when I, when it's taken me 20 years to put together the knowledge that I have and someone messages me and says, Hey, so-and-so says, you know how to do this. So tell me how to do it. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Um, you might be able to say, please, you might ask me a few questions about how the process goes, but no, I'm not going to spoon feed you the step-by-step, play-by-play of how to do whatever the task is you're asking for. You want to pay me? You want to set up, you want to donate to Patreon every month and, you know, be on a subscription service and I can be your tech, tech support at your whim? That's a different story. But for you to just jump on the horn and start demanding I tell you how to do something, that's where we quickly part ways. Um, so anyway, I provide content for free. The YouTube channel is free. Obviously, these podcasts are free. Um, so I, I feel like continuing to provide these free services will help keep the brand alive, keep them moving, uh, keep people interested um, because once something becomes super exclusive and you got to pay for everything and do this and do that, um, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't pencil out for people. So, um, I just need to provide more, more content cause it's better for the brand. It's better for international and it's better for us cause you know, free stuff brings people in. It just, it does. So anyway, we will have some YouTube content growing here pretty soon as well so check that out and then like always we got you know the instagram uh, binder boneyard got the facebook business page binder boneyard um you know then i have my kind of fun page the scout and truck mafia or truck and scout mafia uh on facebook that's kind of a fun little place to fuck around and tell people they're stupid um so check all that stuff out it's very busy really appreciate it um Tell your friends, get some likes, get some shares, keep growing this thing because, um, you know, the more international people that know about these services, the more internationals are going to stay on the road. So, um, calendar, birthday trip, March 16th through the 19th, Southern California. We're going to be running Route 66 from west to east, starting in around Bakersfield, California. And we're only going to go a couple of days, so who knows how much ground we'll cover. The point of the trip is not to cover ground. The point of the trip is to look at cool shit and have a good time. So uh, you're more than welcome to join in in your international vehicle. That's my only stipulation. Don't bring a power stroke, you know, powered Ford. Don't bring a, um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's the only one. <laughs> Just show up in your international vehicle. Uh, scout, truck, travel all, classic, uh, postal scout, whatever. Show up in, in your international. You're welcome to tag along. Again, there's no itinerary. There's no schedule. There's no timeline. So I've been getting messages on various platforms that people are like, what day do you think you'll be in Albuquerque? Or what day do you think? And I don't know. I don't know. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. I will be there when I get there because I am doing this to have fun. So, um, yeah. I guess that's what happens when you turn 40. Uh, you get instantly crotchety. So, although you asked Josie, this have already been crotchety. So, anyway. Um, that's about it. There's a Rubicon trip I'm trying to put together in uh, June. Definitely don't have a date play for that. No idea yet. Um, but it's just it's floating out there. So if I get some more feedback on the June uh, Rubicon trip, then you know we'll see what we can put together for that. Uh, as soon as I have the show schedule nailed down, I will start announcing those. Um, any of you guys from other shops that are you know having shows, Super Scout, IH Parts America, um, the was it Binder Bunch in Colorado. Uh, you guys, your show, Western IH, Rocky Mountain Rendezvous, whatever the hell it's called, uh, Scouts West guys, let me know when your show is. If I can attend, I will at least announce it. So please, uh, guys, let me know when your shows are. Um, so today I want to talk about, um, I don't know. I didn't plan shit for this. I kind of forgot about it. And then as I was getting ready to pack it up, I remembered that I had to do this. So. Uh, I was doing medicine cabinets today. Uh, so the first round of medicine cab uh, construction is breaking because they come from our laser cutter, uh, Buckstop, Buckstop bumpers, Buckstop truckwear. They have a laser and they do our cutting for us. And um, they, we just get them in flat sheets. So uh, the first thing I do is clean them, acetone both sides, get the residue and oil off of them. And then I throw them in the, the pan break. It's a fingered finger break, fingered pan break. Uh, so I just take out a couple of the fingers and make it to the right size because there's actually four breaks that happen on a medicine cabinet. And so, um, well, it's three different sizes. I take it back again. Two different sizes, but four breaks that happen. So I set up... Um, the fingers so that they cover all the sizes. And then um, what I talked about, I made an Instagram post today about, I set up a backstop, uh, just clamp a piece of angle iron to the backside of the bed of the um, of the brake. And there are lines laser etched into the medicine cabinets, but um, those are there as more like guidelines. Like if you get close, it's good enough. But... Uh, but I wanted to make quick, repeatable bends, so I put up a backstop behind the um, bed of the of the brake, and then I can just slide the sheet in, make sure the line is where it's supposed to be, just with a quick glance, lock it down, form it. Um, and so I was able to knock out 10. I do 10 cabinets at a time, and I was able to bang them out, you know, in... Four breaks, 10 boxes, 40 breaks. So uh, in like, 
um, 45 minutes. So I think that's a pretty good time savings. Uh, I do, you know, it's definitely not the most time-consuming part of the process, but uh, it's so helpful to, to be able to get that done fast. So now they're all broke and they're all clean, so they're ready to be tacked out. Um, and and then uh, the next step is I take out the door, the door with the frame and the hinge on it. So those will get cleaned probably tomorrow. I'm doing... Uh, so I'm installing one of our aluminum gas tanks into a 68800 uh, passenger side tank going in. Um, if you guys haven't seen those, um, check them out. They're all over the internet's uh, Boneyard business page and whatnot. Um, but they're a replacement fuel tank for the 800s and the 80s, uh, not 61s. These 61 guys have an oddball setup. So um, the... But they're 100% bolt-in, should be no drama putting it in. Uh, so throwing that in in 800 tomorrow morning. New filler necks from Super Scout. New uh, aluminum caps, filler caps uh, from IH Parts America. And you guys, I feel like that's another one of Dan's dues. Bare minimum, if you have an 800 or an 80, put in a new filler neck and a new cap. Uh, everyone that I run across that hasn't been quote unquote restored, they all leak uh, either during filling or when you're you know going down the road and you go around a corner and the gas sloshes out. Um, so new filler neck and cap. I think uh, those those are very important add-ons. Um, some of the most important, I, I believe. Um, it just, you know, and our tanks are oversized. They actually hold a little over 12 gallons. Uh, so again, the factory tanks were 11. So adding an additional, you know, gallon plus of gas is helpful. Uh, I know when you might only be getting eight miles to the gallon, it doesn't really matter as much, but, uh, yeah, um, every little bit helps. So throw that in, new lines, new filler. So so yeah, so that's one of Dan's dues is uh, is pull that tank and uh, install a filler neck and, and cap. Uh, clean out that recess. If you have an 80 or an 800, you know, you should know that that space between the fuel tank box and the inner fender, inner uh, quarter panel is always packed with shit. It's always full of dirt. Um, even if you cleaned it out once before, and then you drive it for a couple of years, somehow it magically fills up again with dirt and rocks and road debris and leaves and everything else. So I, I always stress my uh, customers with the 80s and 800s is like twice a year, take the old garden hose and flush that shit out. Reach in there with your hand, pick the rocks out, pick the junk out, flush it out, get it clean in there. Um, even... Once you get it clean and you know it's dry, you take a heat gun or a fucking hair dryer and you blow it in there and make sure that it's dry in there. Make sure there's no gas fumes or anything like that if you're using a heat source. Um, throw some spray paint in there. Just a layer of something to cover the metal. Um, I know my East Coast guys, they fill everything with uh, grease and ATF and oil you know 90 weight smeared all over everything to help keep the keep the moisture off of it um 
whatever, whatever you got to do, just clean that area out, keep it clean, and those lower quarter areas, rocker areas will last a hell of a lot longer. Um, that's a super common rust problem on the scout or on the early scouts. So there's another one of Dan's dues. Take your 80, 800, and clean that shit out. Clean trucks. So you guys are gonna roll your eyes. Clean trucks don't rust as fast as dirty trucks. They just don't. If the water and moisture has a chance to run off or evaporate, it will last longer. It's just science. But I know you East Coast guys and your Southern guys where the humidity is 190% and it's like raining just when the sun's out. Um, I get it. Your sheet metal is not safe regardless. So that's when you need some sort of repellent, some chemical barrier to put in there to keep the moisture off of whatever you're doing. When we do restorations, everything gets coated uh, etching primer on everything and then paint over it or, or raptor liner or something over the top of it. Uh, there is never just primered metal on anything we do. It always gets paint. Uh, some sort of coverage over it. So um, keep that in mind when you're, when you're doing that sort of stuff, when you're cleaning areas. It doesn't hurt, uh, you know, on a hidden area like inside the quarter panel. Just... Just fill it full of paint or whatever. I know Eastwood makes some waxy type products to spray on stuff to keep you know keep it from building up. I would refrain against heavy shit like undercoating or bedliner inside those quarters on the 80s and 800s because there's some drains at the bottom of the quarter that um, need they need to be open. They need to drain. They need to let the water out. And if you accidentally fill it full of roof tar or something like that, it's, uh, yeah, it's not gonna, not gonna work. And then you're picking out even more dirt and more shit. So, um, yeah, that's something to, um, keep in mind on those. Um, the Scout 2s, you're not as lucky. There's that same cavity and it can be the same problem, but you can't access it unless you cut a hole, um, in that inner bedside and actually reach in and clean it out. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's one of Dan's dues for the 80 and 800 guys, uh, is clean that area out. Um, and then we'll, and we'll do the same thing when we do this fuel tank replacement tomorrow. Um, also put a new sender in. Uh, I mean, unless your sender is working amazing and, and you know exactly how it's doing and it's in good shape, then you probably get away with switching from tank to tank, but because they do make a plastic tank, um, I will caution you guys against the plastic tanks. Um, we've done several installs. We've we've installed Corey's Scout, got a pair recently, or I guess it's been a couple of years now. But um, the problem with the plastic tanks is the filler neck on them is tiny, absolutely tiny. The OD is the two inches or whatever it needs to be for the hose. But the ID is like three quarters of an inch. And when you try to fill that at a regular gas station, gas will not go in. It just won't. You can't get enough gas in and let the air vent out that it flows correctly. So it ends up spilling down the side of your truck. Ah, uh, yeah, had to hit the monster there. <clears throat> anyway, 
um, it will spill down the side of your truck. So one of the things, so one of the, let me back up. We don't reinvent the wheel here. If there is a, if there is a product or two or three on the market that is popular and it sells, we are not going to make one ourselves. I see all the time because we have our 8,800 lift kits that are very expensive, but they work very well. People say, Dan, when are you going to make one for a Scout 2? And my response is always, you got a couple options, three options already. Um, so I don't want to add to that. So we don't, I don't waste energy reinventing the wheel. I really don't. But if there's only one product on the market, and it sucks, we will reinvent that wheel because it, there needs to be something better out there. And so uh, the, the 80 and 800 fuel tanks was one of those things. Um, they just, the, the plastic ones are terrible. I, I mean, they work, they don't rust, they come with hardware. People have been using them for years. I'm not saying anything like that i'm just saying there's other options out there and that's why we made the aluminum one yes there is some talk about uh corrosion with ethanol fuels and aluminum but i haven't seen it um i don't know i mean it's certain types of ethanol and like it's a pretty rare thing from what i understand um you know, I liked the idea of aluminum because it's safe for all kinds of fuels. So if you were running a diesel, you know, you put a little Cummins in it or something, our aluminum tanks are safe for that. Um, so, you know, I'm, I really like installing them just because they work and, and they flow and they have extra venting and they're set up for fuel injection. You know, they have the, they take the factory sender, so they're all good. So... Uh, like I said, you got the plastic option that's like $210 or something, or you have the aluminum option that is $370. So there is a difference, but you know, I just described the pros and cons of each one. Um, anyway, so I think that covered some shit tonight. That was the do's and the don'ts. Um, and... What else is out there? Oh, the holidays are coming up. Um, I'm not going to get our t-shirts done in time, unfortunately. Just not. It just isn't going to work out. So no t-shirts for pre-Christmas, but maybe after Christmas we'll have a, a sale or introduce them. Or you guys can spend Grandma's Christmas money on some stuff at our shop. But anyway, um, thanks, guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. If you want to donate on Patreon, just head over there and uh, – and pony up on the Patreon donation page. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, you guys are great. Going to keep doing these as long as people keep listening. So uh, you're awesome. Thank you. See you on the uh, socials. And uh, have a great Monday.